You have the power to heal and change your life. You might not have found it yet, but it's out there and it exists for you. Our intention is to have a little fun while introducing you to various new ways of healing. Welcome to the Spill the Ginger Tea Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Angel Amy. And hi, I'm Lila. Today, we are talking with Julie Humphreys. She is a shamanic practitioner and psychic medium. So to pretty much sum that up, Julie is an energy healer, and she's amazing. And Lila and I are going to talk a little bit about why we know she's amazing, (laughs) because we actually both came to see you. Yes. So welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So nice to have you here. And so Julie, why don't we just start with what you do? Sure. Um, so as an energy healer, it's um, it encompasses a lot of different things, right? So what happens is when somebody comes to see me, um, mm-hmm. I will know what to do um, to help them when they're in front of me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it, it's like this. So I work as a shamanic practitioner. So I have a whole set of guides that I work with mm-hmm. as a shamanic practitioner. And then I also work as a psychic medium. So I have different guides that come with me um, when I need, when psychic mediumship needs to come into the program. And then I work as um, an energy healer as well. So sometimes my guides would be like, put this person on the table and do some energy work on this part of their body. So then I, then I do that. So anything that I do is always, always, always for the highest good and better of the person in front of me and for the, for my highest good and better. And I act as, I just act as like a channel for what the person is supposed to hear and well, I don't know, you know, how, how they feel. Well, I know how they feel, but like, <laughs> I just act as a channel. It's like, I'm a, I'm a messenger. Right. And, um, then I can do all of these things to, to help that process along. My favorite part about it was, you know, you didn't know what you were going to get right until you were there. <laughs> so you, you know, I came in and, and Julie said, I consulted my guides about what I was going to do for mm-hmm. Lila today. And, and that's what I got. And I just love that because obviously if we all knew what we needed, we, we would do it. <laughs> right. Right. Or, or right. Or we wouldn't pay to go see Julie. Right. <laughs> so it's nice to have this yeah. other opinion or, or this other, you know, energetic piece of the pie, a piece of the recipe. And it sort ingredient. of allows you not to have to think through, you know, what you need. You just say, this right. is what's wrong. I, I'm, I'm struggling with you right. know, anxiety or I'm struggling with physical pain. Right. Exactly. I don't know what I need, but I need, no, I need something. But you know, you need something. <laughs> right. And in shamanic healing, actually, um, like shamans feel that if there isn't something right in your body physically, then that means that the energy is off and the energy needs to be balanced. It needs to be healed. Um, and there are so many different ways that that can, that can, um, be balanced. And also I think it's really important. It's like, I, I named my my, my work, my place, my, my, um, cyberspace, all of it is called the spiritual wellness center, right? Because we need to have, in my opinion, we need to be spiritually sound as mm-hmm. well as, you know, emotionally, physically, 
mentally. It's, it's, it's all a balance and it's all a combination, all of these things that need to happen. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, our culture doesn't really (laughs) help promote living spiritually, even though I think that there's been a huge uptick in people taking an interest in their spiritual wellness, you know, and be like, I don't feel well. And I don't know, just like what you were saying, and I don't know why. So I feel off balance and I'm cranky or I'm barking at the people who love me the most, or I'm just, you know, I have brain fog and I can't get out of it and I can't get out of my own way and I'm depressed and I feel blocked and I feel stuck and all of this kind of thing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like whenever I felt like that in my life, I always sought after some kind of energy healer, um, even without really understanding what it was I was doing. Right. Right. Do you know? So it's really, um, it's funny. It's, I was just, Speaking before we came on about like every time I say I'm never going to do something, <laughs> I always end up doing it. You know, so right. it's like I remember years and years ago, I had uh, an energy healer say to me, you know, you're a born medium. You are a born medium. I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but here we are. Isn't that <laughs> so neat? If that's the case, when did you or how did you figure out you were a medium? Um, I figured all that out. It's like hindsight's twenty twenty, right, right? right? So there hasn't been any period in my life really where I haven't seen or sensed or felt something, but we just, you know, but I lived my life as like a young adult and, you know, did the career thing and went to college and then got, you know, went to grad school and, you well, know, let's face the facts. I mean, where are ages and where, <laughs> where, um, when we were little, we didn't grow, we didn't. Yeah you know, grow up to say, Oh, I want to be a psychic medium. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Imagine Lila, me looking at Paula. I want to be a psychic medium. This is what I want to be. Right. In the basement you go. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. So so it kind of finds you. Right. Absolutely. Because I grew up next to a cemetery. So I grew up in this wooded area on a golf course next to a cemetery. It was, it was a dead end road as well. Yeah. So, and, and I was always in that cemetery as a kid. And now I know that I had a lot of experiences with spirit because there is this, um, you know, this, this friend that I was, that I would always see in the cemetery. And, um, he was always sitting on the bench, I assume by his wife's grave or whatever. And I just kind of go over and you know how you can see the moon in the daytime. Mm -hmm. I remember I would sit on the bench with this guy and old man, and we'd see the moon in the daytime and, he would tell me different stories about what the different craters on the moon were. Oh. I just, just stuff he made up. I don't even remember what it was, but I just remember that it was like, wow, being near this guy is just feels so nice. It's so, you know, safe and loving and connecting and, um, and come to realize there wasn't ever really a guy on the bench, you know, because I went and, you know, told my mom about this when I was a kid. And then there was just like, okay, you're not going into the cemetery anymore, hanging out, you you know, but, um, it it was, but I, I came to realize much later that that was spirit. Right. And, and all of the, the time that I spent in that cemetery, you know, I would feel like I could, you know, connect to the ground and, you know, hear the grass and feel the trees and just hear all kinds of, you know, just fun sounds and, and communication that I had with, with nature, you know, and I think that was the beginning of like the, the little 
shaman seed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So shamans do work with the nature elements. Is that correct? Yeah. Compassionate spirit guides. Um, mm-hmm. There's a whole team that mm-hmm. work with shamans. Um, and uh, yes, and, and, and they're very connected with nature because it's about um, drawing up um, the energy, the healing energy from the earth and working with that energy and connecting it with the non-ordinary reality, which is the spirit world. But there are whole teams of spirit guides because in shamanism, you go, you, you do a journey, which is when you go into like a meditation, like a trance and you go and you meet your spirit guides and you have to ask who they are for different kinds of healings. And there's even like a diagnostic guide where that's the guy that you meet with first to be like, okay, so am I the person that can help Lila? You know, and they say yes or they say no. (laughs) And you have to do what they say. (laughs) Yeah, you journeyed with me. Oh, that's right. In in my session. Do we talk about that right now? Yeah. All right. (laughs) So I, so uh, for those listening, a little ginger snaps, um, Julie Julie didn't know really anything about me. She she definitely knew I was Angel Amy. um, But I I walk in and Julie's like, oh, I pulled you a card. And you know, I I love that. (laughs) And it was the Jesus card. And out of, they had to invent 50 cards in, in that deck. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is amazing <laughs> because I know that shamans um, aren't necessarily Christ-based, right? Right, right. Um, but my, my lineage definitely pulls through that Christ energy, which I think I shared with you. Yes. And once that card came out. And so I remember um, that that created... Definitely the spirit guides had that card mm-hmm. pulled because then it kind of put my authentic energy on the same playing field with yours, mm-hmm. but also created this safe space for me mm. because sh- shamanic energy is very different mm-hmm. than the energy I work with. Mm-hmm. And it's as equally beautiful, everybody. It's just so beautiful you know, that's kind of how we began. Mm -hmm. And then we had a light conversation and you, uh, you know, I shared some things because I was there for my lower back pain and some things came up about, um, in childhood and that's where you had used some mediumship, um, your abilities. And that was on the money. Um, and then we did move to the table and we started the journey mm. and that's when my spirit animal came mm. right. Not right away, but yeah, because we, you know, I'm going to stop talking cause I need Lila to share some stuff too, but um, <laughs> no, did, so, did you have this? No, no. Oh, see, mine was completely different. different. Yeah. Lila. <laughs> so I love that. I do too. Okay. So, so did you go on the table with Julie? I did not. Oh, wow. Was it called for? No. Oh, this is so neat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, my energy, you nailed it because other healers have told me this too. It rises and then it waits and it, it waits until something, until maybe my higher self releases. I'm not really sure what, but the rattle came out. I don't expect you to remember this, but Julie had this, I call it the rattle and the rattle energy, the minute I heard it, it, I had is that a, like a, I'm sorry, is like that like a, a sound? Is that? 
yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's meant to to oh, okay. shake the energy to, mm-hmm. to move to move the energy, um, just like with a with a shaman's drum is supposed gotcha. to mimic the heartbeat of the earth. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't really letting her in. Let's just be real. Let's and yeah, <laughs> I wasn't letting her in, and and it's not a mind thing. My my energy was resisting, mm-hmm. and so these are tools that shamans have in their toolbox to help create a, a safe space for the person's energy to um, feel safe enough to, to let these high vibrations in. And so I, I hear, hear the rattle. I think, did you drum first or it, and you might not remember, but there was a drum and then I know the rattle came and I had a psychic flash of glass almost like there was a layer of glass all over my physical body. And all of a sudden after maybe you use the rattle for a while, like I'm a stubborn mule. (laughs) Was that your spirit animal? No. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Quite the contrary. And and so the, the rattle comes and um, all of a sudden the glass shattered. Mm-hmm. I, I saw I this is what I saw mm-hmm. was was shattering glass and I'm like, oh I'm doing it. Just go with it. So then I just lean into the this much more peaceful, harmonious type of letting go energy. Mm-hmm. Now, not everyone we have to remember I, I am a psychic medium. So if you lay there and you're not quite feeling anything, it doesn't mean it's not working. Right. I just have been gifted with behind the scenes um, abilities. And so just know that there, that it is working. And Julie can sense or our healer can sense when you are resisting and when you're all the way in. Right, right. right. A hundred percent because it's because it can be, you know, People come in to see us and they're super, super vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that they feel safe and loved and cared for. And that's absolutely the the situation when somebody comes, you know, into my space anyway. It's like, okay, you know, just relax, just take it easy. And, you know, I appreciate everybody who walks in because they're they're giving me their trust, you know, and they don't even know me. But they're coming in, they're trusting me enough to come in and be vulnerable enough to be like, you know, I need help and I don't know what to do. So can you please help me? So it's like, then, oh, sure. Help on my table. Yeah, what? Right. You know, so, yeah. what? so, you know, drum, rattle, what is this woman doing? Yeah. You know, but, um, but I, part of my process when I open up anyway, is to call in all of my ancestors and spirit guides and, um, Everyone. And I mean, it could also end up being like a full tarot session sometimes. Do you know what I mean? And and right. so it really it depends. But when someone's on the table, like who's feeling a little resistant, it's definitely like, okay. So I don't remember a lot because I'm pretty much in a trance state every time I do a session. Um, but I do remember some things and I'll know if somebody's really having a hard time. I'm just like, wow, my arm is starting to hurt. Right. <laughs> Shaking the rattle, yeah. you know. But we get there. You, you know, do. we get there. And it, it it does take time to unfold for sure. Um, but it's important. The more vulnerable and the more you can let go. It's like somebody like, oh, I don't want to cry. I'm like, no, cry. 
cry, <laughs> scream, yell, like let it out. That's part of the healing, right? That's part of the release. Right. Yeah. I don't so well done, easy. Amy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And then I, you did say I had mother Mary at my head mm. and then, um, then you started the journey and, so Julie tells you about the journey at the end. So you, you basically go nighty night night and just enjoy the peace and the calm and the, you know, close your eyes while she has like a feather over you or whatever it is. Right. It was a feather. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and then you had said that, um, my spirit animal appeared, which it was on the money because I, I have picked up on my spirit animal myself, which what, which is a black panther. Mm. And this black panther appeared. Do you want to speak to what the black panther means? Right. So, um, so your spirit animal or your power animal, um, regardless that having a, a, a black panther or a jaguar is, um, they're considered, um, they're the ones who go through the forest and eat up all the debris, right? So um, there's this thing called dismemberment that happens in shamanism when you go and you're doing a journey and you're, you see your, your physical body, like your arms sticking out where your head should be. It's like an actual, it sounds really gory and zombie-like, but then a Black Panther can come in and either rearrange it or, or eat up the, the, the mess. And that's like, that's considered. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. Me specifically, it was yellow goopy oh. all in the, my solar plexus, which totally uh, resonates. Okay. This yellow goopy, disgusting, oozy. Um, I'm going to say booger like, because okay. that's what I'm seeing. Um, mess. Well, mm-hmm. I don't mince words. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. You gotta be clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So then a black panther would come and kind of eat that up, which would mean eating up that kind of energy and, you know, or putting that energy somewhere else where it can turn into something good, like use it as compost somewhere. But that's what the the black panther will do. It's a very powerful animal. Yeah. yeah. So your spirit guides went from the lower world mm-hmm. all the way up to the top world. But you had said like, usually you stop in the middle and with me, you did not, which was fascinating. Right. So yeah. We talk about that. Lila, the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so um, there's a lower in, in shamanic work. There's the middle world, the lower world and the upper world or the, the not non-ordinary reality. And then the ordinary reality, which okay. is, the middle world. It's like it's our starting place, right? Typically, then we would find a portal to go down into the lower world where we would find our animals, our spirit animals or our power animals. Um, and then if we would go, then when we journey to the upper world, that's where we see our other um, compassionate spirit guides. Um, it's where we f- it's where we find all of our other guides, like our diagnostic guides, our ancestral healing guides, our, our soul retrieval guides, whatever guides there are, typically we would find them up um, in the upper world. Now, again, (laughs) that said, um, you will be brought to wherever you need to go. So if you think, okay, I'm going to, I'm starting in the middle world. I'm going to call my animal to bring me up to the upper world. That's, that's my process. That doesn't happen with everybody, but I go up to the upper world and then sometimes boom, just turn right back around and down back down. into the middle world. I'm shown my portal to go down to the lower worlds and to do the work there. Then whatever animals I have down there come and greet me. And I ask questions like, what am I doing here? 
mm-hmm. what does this person need? Show me how to help them, etc. So can I ask when when you go back down, you see the animals. Mm-hmm. Are those your yes. spirit guide animals or are they the person's? Well, it, if the intention is for me to go down and to find um, uh, someone's spirit animal, my my uh, my animals will greet me okay. and help me. Or typically, too, like I, I could also just go through the motions with the person for them to find their own mm-hmm. animal. It's a whole process. So when I first laid on the table this big massive eagle came and this was me using my abilities not julie telling me julie did tell me about the panther which i knew he he's been around me for a while i've sensed him for a while but this ginormous eagle came and it created like this neutrality that i felt but this was before i really let you in it was me grounding into the table and just kind of settling into my own energy and the energies in the room in preparing for what was about to happen. So Amy had her own session before she <laughs> yeah. let me in. Thanks. Did you see any animals, Lila? No. <laughs> Not no, even my I, dog. But I know that's crazy. <laughs> exactly. I, I like made out with our dog before <laughs> before I ever went into the room. No, never saw the dog either. Wow, this Sorry. 90 pound amazing dog that I'm just obsessed with. And I'm afraid of dogs. I told you that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's been special. bitten by a few dogs. <laughs> yeah. He's very, very, very special. He's so sweet. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So was yours more a talking session? Mine was, I, I would call it more of like a channeling session. It was definitely things that I needed to be told. Things that I should do. I was being told. Guidance. Um, yes, exactly. Guidance. Okay. Guidance. Um were there things, you don't have to be specific, things that you just didn't want to hear that will help you move forward? Because that's where the real magic happens, Lila. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, so mine was a little different because it encompassed other people in my family. So okay. a lot of the messages, I felt like my message had sort of already come to me and it was reiterated like, yes, you're right. Like, you need to be over here. Um, and then there was messages um Coming for for around a family situation, a so family was, situation. Okay, yeah, because because a lot of times in in a session like Lila's, it's like I can just open my mouth and talk for ninety minutes straight and then be done. You know, so it's like if you have a question, make sure you get my attention <laughs> because I'm like, you know, but um, a lot of that can be um, just knowing, just really being given that permission to. Um, to, to take the time that we need for ourselves and to, and I'm not saying this is what happened in your session, um, but in a session like that, it's very psychic channeling yes. mediumship. It's, it's very up here, like in the ethers kind of, mm-hmm. um, and, um, it's, it's a, it's a time when we can really feel validated in our life's decisions. And then with that, you, you gain a lot of confidence and clarity right? and clarity and boundaries and all of these things that we need to live our best life 
on this planet, but I, I didn't want to take away from your story. So <laughs> no, yeah, that so was, helps provide tools in your toolbox. Absolutely. Right? Definitely. And there was just a lot of validation of like, Oh, I, I think this, and you know, it was, it was very much, but I did get, I did get tarot cards too. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to read tarot. I have no idea. I used to do that's it when cool. I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, it looks hard. I love hard. cards. I do too. <laughs> it looks hard. Do you love that? <laughs> like a lazy medium. Um, <laughs> so it should be easier then to read cards. I would think. Like I, I, I read them as a psychic medium, so it's like all kinds of stuff comes up when I do a tarot reading. Yeah. So, but you don't read tarot? No, I just I look in my I look and and feel. And then I just, I, it's easier for me to just look at the angels and have them tell me what to say. Got it. Then yeah. for me to look at a card and that, cause then I would just go to the angels. So like my abilities don't work that way is I guess what I'm saying. I, I do have cards, but they're angel cards. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I, yeah. So they just, we all work different and exactly. it's so cool. I had one question for Lila was, did, did your session with Julie help you have a deeper understanding of how to play out your life? this family situation? Well, definitely. So the, with the situation, definitely. And one of the things I had said to Julie is I feel like I, I need to come back after I kind of get past <laughs> a little bit of this and then focus more on like where I'm going. Right. Instead of kind of where I'm stuck right now. Right. Like, okay. Where am I going to go? This was phase one. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like right. lay some groundwork, yes. wait for some things to happen and then okay. get moving. Right. I, I understand. Um, I do have to tell you that your session, although, and I think this is great for people to hear, did not heal my back pain. It was definitely the set the groundwork mm -hmm. for me attracting in mm -hmm. the fix. And I'm hoping it's not temporary, but the, the fix for then, uh, uh, giving me some relief for this back pain. So it definitely right. just like cleared the pathway right. for that, which was amazing. Right. Well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. Right. So I think people need to understand, right, that it's not just you're going to walk away and be like, wow, I'm in no pain. Right. right. My but back's been hurting me for 20 years. And <laughs> right. after 45 right. minutes with Julie. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. It, it just doesn't like work that like way. That. Um, yeah. On occasion, um, there, there are people that feel like that. I, I, in my right. own sessions, when I was doing hands-on healing, I had a couple times someone was like, wow, my, sh I, my shoulder has not hurt since I saw you. But I that's do want to say that's rare, meaning <laughs> there's usually it's energy. So it's like, it's now moving the energy so life can shift and change and move in a new direction. Yes. And I've often felt you f that sense of relief while you're there and maybe it doesn't always last, but there's some part of it that you're hanging on to. Yeah. And then that's, that for me is how I know, like I'm on the right track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you have to put a little more work into it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. How did you get into this? Well, I mean, it just kind of happened over a period of like, years it's like like I said before I, I never remember being not this way <laughs> um but you know 
it's, it can be like when I was younger. Okay. You got to go to school. You got to get a job, right? You got to support yourself. You know, I mean, my parents weren't even really excited about me wanting to be a writer. It's like, oh, well, I can't get insurance being a writer, you know? So, I mean, God love <laughs> yep. them. They're Nine lovely people with you know. benefits. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, anything else out of the ordinary wouldn't, would have been just, you know, forget about it, not supported. Fine. But that doesn't mean that like these, um, abilities, these feelings, these sensations or whatever, ever went away, exactly. you know, it kind of turned into this thing of like, Oh yeah, that Julie, she's got a really good judge of character. You know, <laughs> Oh yeah. She, she's got good instincts, you know? So it's like, that's how, um, uh, that's how I was kind of like letting out my, my things, you know, mm -hmm. my, my abilities, you mm -hmm. know, what I came to learn to be were my abilities. So, and again, like seeing all different kinds of energy healers all throughout my whole life, you know, just really, it was, and it was just like instinctual. It's mm -hmm. like, no, this is what, this is the kind of person I need to see. This is, this is the person I need to, you know, be healed from and it, and it's, and it's worked. So, um, I think that a lot of my stuff really exploded when I had kids. Mm -hmm. um, I had my first kid in 2011 and I postpartum pretty bad with both kids. I had 2011 and 2013 was my second kid. And it was, you know, it's just being in that extra vulnerable state of um, having this baby and not knowing my first one anyway, not knowing what to do. And then my second one, I had a boy, first is girl, second is a boy. So it's like, you might as well not have any kid because there's, there's so different boys and girls are so different. And um, so, but just being in a really vulnerable space about being a new parent and then having a toddler and then, a, then an infant. And um, I started seeing more, um, I started seeing more like, friends of mine who have passed or relatives of mine who have passed. I'd see them in my apartment um, and things were just exploding and things were getting louder and louder and louder until it's like, all right, I need to find yeah. a channel for this. I need to find a container for this. In the beginning, Julie, did you find it hard to be confident in, you know, what you were feeling or seeing Yes. Initially. Yeah. I mean, I was scared to death. You know, it, it, I was like, I was, I stayed in that closet, the woo closet. I did not come out <laughs> for, till much later, you know, because I was concerned with, you know, well, what will my family think? Mm -hmm. What will my in-laws think? What will, you know, anybody think, you know, and that's, that's a real, that's a big deal, you know, especially when you're struggling with postpartum depression and, you know, trying to, and we were also living on the opposite side of the country. That's when we were, we we're on the West coast. I grew up on the East coast, uh, different, completely different worlds. So I didn't have like my friend group around me and all of the normal support systems I would normally have. Um, but yeah, no, I was totally, totally scared. I'm like, they're just going to think I'm a wacko. They're going to think I'm nuts, you know, and thank goodness I didn't pay attention to that. You right, know, it's right. just, um, so you must've found some like-minded people I did. where you were. Yep. I definitely did. Um, everyone thought I was crazy too, just so you know. Yeah. Well, and you're all, you are a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they uh, like, I, exactly. I, people were like, uh, like family members and stuff. Now they're also into it, but yes. it, the only thing that kept me going, Julie was basically my mentor came off the street and 
she was like, you're way off track. She was a stranger and you're way off track. And basically the spirit guide sent me in to, to, to rescue you out of corporate America. And there was just something about that that kept me going. Right. Cause you know, I came out when there wasn't anybody doing this. Right. It was like yeah. me and Deborah Ann. I hope you listen to this Deborah Ann girl. Cause you were like my hero. You came out <laughs> before me. Um, Aww. yeah. So yeah, no, a good teacher can change everything yes. for sure. To, Cause that confidence is vital. And because if you're not confident that you're not going to be able to live your purpose. Right. And I, I, there's no turn to back now, right? There's no this is it. Back. For the rest of my days, this is what it's going to be. Right. And you know, the, the way that I do it may change and evolve as I change and evolve in the whole thing. But, um, you know, we're here to live our purpose mm-hmm. and that's how we make the world a better place by living our purpose, by finding out what it is and being brave enough and confident enough to step out and do what it is we are meant to be doing. Right. right? Yes. Absolutely. And if you're, if you're little ginger snaps, listen, listen into this <laughs> and your friends and family think your passions are nuts. You put them on a shelf. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not here to promote like cutting people out of your life unless it needs needs to be right. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a very unsafe situation, but you put them on a shelf and you go find your people. That's <laughs> what I say, right? Hundred percent, Leah. And if you're if you're not supported, then it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so so make it make it a space where you can be supported. It doesn't mean like you just said you don't have to ostracize everybody. It's like I still have the same family, okay, right? And I love them <laughs> you know? daily. Yeah. And they're great. And everybody knows what I do. It's not a secret. They may, some of them may not understand it, but that's okay. They can still respect it. Yeah. Like, you know, they want us to pull the lottery numbers and, you know, it just doesn't work that way. Do you get that one too? Oh my goodness. (laughs) For the record, I could totally see people saying, do do you want me to pull the lottery numbers, Lila? We'll see. I'm okay with it though. (laughs) But the reality is. Julie's cringing. I'm okay with it. You know, in, within your family, uh, you know, in addition to maybe coming out as a psychic medium and people saying like, oh, my God. But you have to remember, like in a lot of family structures, you know, dating this person also draws the same sort of judgment and criticism. Like it's very hard right. to avoid that in, in most scenarios. It's always something. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right? Some, some ways it's, are just more socially yeah. unacceptable than others. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, it's just always something. Yeah. So you just choose you, everybody. Choose yourself. You do you. I chose you me. You do you. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Lila loves that. I chose me out of self-love. Yeah. I did. Because I think about the ripple effect and like the stone mm-hmm. is heavy and it's thrown into that that pond or that lake and then all the beautiful ripples happen right mm-hmm. how many people you've helped yeah exactly yeah. exactly so if you lose all your family and friends psychic medium julie and i are going to be your family that, and that's friends. right yes. okay free, reality, got you. free mom hugs free mom hugs <laughs> the reality right. is it probably would have happened on a variety of yeah. <laughs> choices they <It> made <laughs> right it was gonna happen <laughs> if it wasn't psychic it would have been something right. else <laughs> yeah so I know, and I think about like, then there are the people like my old friends that I've been friends with for almost 40 years are like, oh, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any of that? I remember my friend Amy, she, I have friends with Amy for 40 years and she goes, they call me Fox. That's my maiden name. Fox. Eh, that tracks. <laughs> You've been, always been holy at thou. That was her interpretation of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. No, I, I don't. Um, nobody said anything like that to me. It's it's like they say congratulations or that's great or how are you doing and like these kinds of things. And if there was somebody around to, I mean, your friend wasn't speaking negatively, but if somebody I, I've heard of some people speaking negatively about the things that I do and it's just like, you know, that's OK. Yep. Whatever. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's 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 OK. It is. It's just where they are right now. Exactly. And, and that's OK. Yeah. And I'm here doing what I'm doing. And I mm-hmm. know that I'm meant to be doing this. And I know so. that I am on this planet 150 percent sure to help other people help themselves mm-hmm. to live their life's purpose, to get as to, to start the healing journey, to continue the healing journey, to get into that space where you feel confident and grounded and sure of yourself, you know, and it's a process, you know, and these are things that take time. So you have to put the investment in yourself to do it. Yeah. And learn how to live in your own personal power. Mm -hmm. You are all going to focus on your intentions and not other people's reactions. Right. So every time the record would scratch, I would, you know, when someone would be like, uh, aren't you afraid that that people are going to think you're crazy? I would just focus on my intention and say back, do you think I'm crazy? (laughs) Because like, look at me. I think I'm the most harmless person ever. Is that ego, Lila? But I'm pretty harmless. To hang out with me is like pretty harmless, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, do you think I'm crazy? I don't think you're crazy. No, not at all. But I, I have having been friends with you for a while and, yeah. and experienced a lot of angel Amy, I know there are a lot of people that say a lot of really weird things. Like, are you bringing in bad spirits? Yeah. Are you yep. contaminating your yep. soul by, yep. which it's of very course, misunderstood. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> right. Right. And yeah. Cause a lot of people, and that's a lot of shamanic work too is, you know, <laughs> It, it's it's not the type of shamanic work that I do, but um, you know, there's this idea of attachments and 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 yes. people, and it feeds fear, right? right? So it feeds people's fear of the unknown of what of what isn't understood, right? So I work, and I know that like when we all put ourselves in this place of absolute divine love and light, that is how I work. That's mm-hmm. the place that I come from. That's the place that I stay in. Mm. And that's what I share. When people are afraid of me, I'm like, <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's okay. Right. But I don't mean that like condescending. Right. It's like, it makes me want to kind of know you more. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like, like it, it's like a, a little bit of fear. Yeah. Like, oh, oh it's a know. whole She's lot like, of fear. Tell me, tell me why. Because I'm tell so me scary. Why you're scared. Exactly. Don't you kind of sometimes want to turn and just boo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I get my drum and go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Well, I I think it it it's like you know Julie, I entered a different door than Lila did, so I I had the Quite pleasure, literally. right? <laughs> so I had the pleasure of meeting this massive dog. Yes, and at first I went into fear. So this would be like meeting me. Like let's just flip it around on something else. Complete ter- terror I had. And then he's like licking my face and we're making out and I'm like, you're the best dog ever. How can yeah. I ever be afraid of you? Big, huge could eat me in one gulp. But well, yeah. maybe that's why you ended up coming through that door. Um, yeah. You think? Yeah. 
I attracted that right in. Yeah. And then he was like sad when I left. Yes. Remember? Yes, I do remember. Thanks. So he's a whole healing session. Well, for yeah. me, my energy within itself before you ever get to Julie. Well, when I, I, never met him. I went in the correct door. Yeah. <laughs> there was no there are portals all over the place. <laughs> right. Just can't be trusted. But just know that whichever one you enter is the one you're supposed to be in. <laughs> so everything's like, fine. You get a dog or you don't. Whether you get a dog or a panther <laughs> or, or an, an angel. Eagle, an angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good for sure. 100%. So, Julie, tell us a little bit more about who would benefit from coming to see you for a session. Um, if 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 someone is feeling like they need some kind of direction in their life, if they feel stuck, if they feel <clears throat> like swampy, if they feel like they have brain fog, if they feel like they're clumsy, if they feel like, you know, they, they just can't walk a straight line um, and just need help feeling into who they are, why they're here and like, what is my purpose? I mean, these are big questions, Mm -hmm. but like the day-to-day kinds of feeling of just a little anxious, like persistent anxiety, persistent depression. Um, And I'm not a trained doctor or clinical psychologist. Okay. So I'll just put that out there. Um, However, you know, but we can still feel these things Mm -hmm. and um, what, what we do for work can, can help them feel better. Um, So it really helps put somebody on track. I have a, um, a mentoring program where I mentor people who are at all different levels of their path anyway. So it's like, so, so, so anybody who, who needs to feel like they want to develop more, um, their, their spiritual wellness, their spiritual gifts, right. And learn, learn Mm -hmm. and have a deeper understanding of who they truly are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was great. Yeah. So how can people find you, Julie, if they'd like to book a session? Um, my website, uh, juliehumphreys.com. And, um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and you can sign up for my monthly word on my websites. It's a monthly publication. It's stuff that I write about and it's also, um, um, events, anything coming up like podcasts, (laughs) podcasts (laughs) that I'm doing, um, or places that I'm going to be. Um, and yeah, so, and I write about different things. It's basically about living like a spiritually led life and things that happen in life. And, um, I love that. And then, yeah. And it only comes out once a month. I don't do a lot of, um, emailing. I may, may, maybe a couple of times if I have like a special announcements, like around the holidays or something. Um, but you could go to my website and pretty much find everything that I do. Juliehumphreys.com, Facebook, Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel that has pretty old videos on there, but they're pretty funny. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So thank you, Julie. So, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much. So, you guys are super fun. Thank you. We love hanging out with Julie. <laughs> yes, we do. Feels I good. Know. Feels good. So I just hope you all found this enlightening and definitely be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We can be found everywhere that you can get podcasts. And we are on Instagram at Spill the Ginger Tea Podcast. If you have any questions, ideas for future shows, you can message us there. Yeah, Lila's great on that Instagram page, by the way. (laughs) And she's more on the Instagram and I'm more on the Facebook page. And a lot of you don't know that we have a Spill the Ginger Tea Facebook page. My sister, I think, is the only one that's liked it. (laughs) So please help us change that, Ginger Snaps. We want to feel the love. 
Uh, yeah, and you know you can all find me at um, my website, myangelamy.com, and I'm angelamy1123 on both Facebook and Instagram. So, until next time, <laughs> be, be well. well.